Oh, hello. Here is some news. That's weird. There's no news written on this paper where normally there's news written on it. It just says, meet me here in 10 minutes. But do they mean 10 minutes from when I read it? Or like, I don't know when they wrote this, so how could I possibly- Cody, ah! you're three minutes late, what gives? Don't answer that, honestly. Your voice, it's just, it's like searing dicks in my ears, you know? I'm sure you've been told that before. Look, thank you for meeting me here. We do not have much time. Or actually, I guess we have plenty of time, but the point is work meeting right now. Am I allowed to speak? Ah, ah, no, 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 shut your head snatch, yuck, ugh. Okay, so here's what's up, Buttercup. I just took all of our YouTube and social media mentions and inputted them into our mechanical marketing centrifuge. You know, that wooden doodad I bought for five bucks at that Leonardo da Vinci estate sale. Yeah, I don't think that was a real thing. Hey now, shush, Cody. What it told me is that you haven't made a new Boar episode in a while. Oh, right. I mean, yeah, I guess not. You know, lately it just felt like I was- A coward? A smelly coward? Yelling into the void. It's, it's like no matter how many videos we do, and we've done a lot, nobody seems to take the threat seriously. No one with real power anyway. I mean, some people took precautions, but most of the United States seems completely resigned to just let the hogs win. So what? You're just giving up? <sighs> Cody, I'm disappointed in you. Well, I'm disappointed too, but in America and junk and stuff. I mean, we started making these boar warnings, warnings back in 2017. That's six years ago. And between then and now, wild boar have spread from 1,319 counties to 1,915. That's more than half of all counties in America. It's just this continual and steady climb that no one seems to care about, despite the fact that by these numbers, America will be 100% boar by 2060. But since it's like inconvenient to accept this truth, we're just passing the burden to our grandkids, eating at least $2.5 billion annually on agricultural damages. And despite all of this, did we see a single mention of the hog invasion during the State of the Union? No, we did not. So I don't know, if America isn't gonna care about the swine menace, then why should I? But Cody, Shakira needs us. Yeah, yeah, I know. Shakira got mugged by boars, as in a boar literally stole her purse in a park in Barcelona while she was just sitting on a bench minding her own business. And like, that is tragic, of course. But the key thing to note from that interview is that according to Shakira, literally no one stepped in to help her when it happened. People just watched. And boy, if that is not a microcosm for the problem, I don't know what is. I am at the end of my rope here. Just this year, we've seen stories about feral hog populations increasing in Louisiana, Alabama, and here's a video of a whole pack of these little fuckers running around Texas like they own real estate. This security camera video on the porch of Glenn Garner's Sienna home captures the midnight dinner party happening on his front lawn. There's just no point in warning about something that's already happening. Also in Texas, a hunter was recently attacked by a 300 pound boar before defending himself. Meanwhile, San Francisco continues to be overrun by the brown wave of terror. A man in Ohio was nearly attacked by a pair of boars roaming around inside an apartment complex. Internationally, we're seeing hogs attack hikers in Hong Kong. Villages in India get routinely terrorized by tusky raiders. A group of golfers in the UK suffer swine injuries. A woman in Queensland fights 
a leg hungry hog. Another lady's fingertip get ripped off by a hoof terrorist and a hunter in Tuscany fucking die after being attacked by a boar as his own father watched in horror. Not even our goddamn children are safe. And this is all from like the last six months. I haven't even mentioned the fact that the entire city of Rome is quote, being held hostage by boars this very moment. By one estimate, there's roughly 23,000 of the four-legged fucks in and around that city alone. They banned picnics, Katie. Picnics. So no, considering the hopelessness of the situation, I don't feel particularly interested in doing another episode about boars. Did you know that by snuffling up all those fucking truffles or whatever the fuck, feral hogs uproot soil and release microbes that when exposed to oxygen create CO2? I did not know that. That released CO2 equates to 1.1 million cars a year. They're literally killing the planet. That's just science, not to mention their impact on crops and biodiversity, which, hint, is bad. A bad impact, Katie. One that, most importantly, is just already happening. So what's the goddamn point of making a video warning anyone about it? It's just... It's the same news cycle now. Every year is the worst year for boars, and then the next one gets even worse than that. And so the like-minded Cody types have to sit here and watch every day as a civilization slowly succumbs to swine like a frog on a hot plate that's also filled with hogs! It's the bormalization, Katie. The creeping realization that we're already so deep in pig shit that any effort to escape it would involve tremendous sacrifice. And so the the only course for our personal well-being is to flat out ignore what's happening. Learn to like, live with it. Tell ourselves it's really not that bad. Ignore the science. Pretend that boars were always a problem and nothing has changed, or at the very fucking least, like a scrap of a turn of effort. We take half-dicked measures against these oinky locusts and then clap our hands in satisfaction. Job well done, we tell ourselves. And you know, I'm just fucking sick of it. So no. No, I won't be making another video about boards anytime soon. I refuse this call to adventure. In fact, I, Cody Johnston, won't make any more board videos ever. Did you say Rome? What? Fucking what? Well, that's where we got our marketing machine. Because Da Vinci made it. No, he... Are you not listening to me? No, Cody, I totally am. I'm just saying, maybe Da Vinci knew about these pigs or something like that. You could, like, do a Da Vinci Code situation, but with hogs, you know? People love that. I feel like you're not paying attention. I'm not doing a hog video ever. Sure. I hear that. And this is totally not a hog video that is happening right now in this moment, just to be clear. It's just... You know, you uncovered that whole business with the teleporting pigs supercharged from the Chernobyl and the American nuclear tests. You've done so much research about this subject. It seems, seems like kind of a waste to just give up on it now. But that's just it. I've uncovered everything there is to uncover, all to deaf ears. I'm like mid-series Fox Mulder over here, or I guess late season David Duchovny. I'm tired, disillusioned, and just want to do movies to fund my sex addiction. I mean, there's got to be some efforts to stop the boars, right? 
Okay, well, sure. California State Senator Bill Dodd did introduce a bill earlier this year that would allow owners or tenants of a property to kill any feral hogs so long as they were causing harm to that property, basically eliminating the need for depredation permits while also outlawing anyone releasing a hog back into the wild. But that bill has yet to pass and is currently being examined for its fiscal impacts because, you know, unless you're trying to protect the Supreme Court from protesters, nothing in politics happens at all, ever! Also, Bill Dodd owns one of the state's largest water treatment operations, and since feral hogs are actually a threat to our drinking water, he might just be trying to protect his interests, you know, big water. Then again, maybe hogs wrecking water is good for him, since that means you'd have to treat the water, so... Who are you really working for, Dodd? I mean... This could all be the work of some- No! No, I am not doing this. I'm not gonna unravel yet another conspiracy that no one will give a rat's fart about. Come on, man. You can't make me. No one can make me do things. It's in the Constitution, I bet. And all I'm gonna end up uncovering is that pretty much every effort to reduce the swine population always ends up being self-serving or futile or makes it worse or all of the above. Like, did you know that a study recently discovered that saltwater crocodiles have been steadily eating wild boar in Australia? That sounds like a good thing. Chomp, chomp, less pig, etc. so forth, chomp, chomp. Except the result of this meant that the crocodile population has gone from just a few thousand in the 1970s to fucking 100,000 today. Meanwhile, Australia still has the same hog problems as us. Their pig numbers aren't going down. So now they just have more boars and more crocodiles. It's like they're fucking working together. And so once again, we're back to square one. Except it's actually worse than that because as I've already said, this constant tango with the apocalypse has disheartened the public so much that they're willing to not only accept the inevitable, but embrace it. It's literally the only way to wake up in the morning now. You have to learn to stop worrying and love the boar, lest you spend your weekends in a constant state of pig-induced panic, burning every copy of Babe you can get your hands on. You look at what's going on in Hong Kong, where feral pigs have been a problem for a long time, but they only just began a crackdown after one of their police officers was attacked, because of course, that's what's actually going to make them do something. That, and also of course, boar attacks on the wealthy, such as the recent hog assault on the mother of a Hong Kong pop star. It was these two attacks, mainly the attack on the cop, that finally convinced the government there to step up their efforts to eliminate the boars, officials waging a bloody but necessary war against the swine presence. But perhaps you can already see where this is heading. After all, it's hard not to notice the message being sent when the authorities only recognize an issue only once it affects them. Nor are they going after the underlying reasons the swines have strength, but rather simply killing them instead of attacking the root causes. And so naturally, the people of Hong Kong have begun to see parallels between these, I can't stress enough, sinister boar and the police response to the very less sinister 2019 anti-government protests. These comparisons have been depicted in memes and political cartoons, sort of making these hogs a figure of compassion and solidarity. In other words, in a society that doesn't treat their citizens correctly, many will turn to any help or form of resistance they can, no matter if it's good or not. It's, of course, how pig-related authoritarianism... Authori 
A snortitarianism can grow in places where the government isn't handling basic quality of life, like, I don't know, good health care and income inequality. And so as the situation gets more dire, we're going to start seeing people actually take the side of the swine. If the United States continues to ignore its citizens, perhaps a boar president might not look so bad. You know, this is the darkness we now face right in front of us that will be completely ignored until it's far too late. Come the midterms, we might see a fresh snouty face that says all the right things to the working class, pinning their troubles on the lack of snuffleable holes and warm mud beds. We'll laugh them off, of course. Ha 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 Biden will treat this large-eared outsider as a joke, further galvanizing his opponents to embrace this new swiney way of thinking. We'll get think pieces telling us all to relax about this new guy who totally won't reach the White House until one day in 2025 you will wake up wondering why there's now a mandatory Apple tax to the new tusked police force and so on. And so what's important now in 2022 is to get ahead and figure out exactly what the appeal of these boars have so that we may get ahead of this. And so that's something we will talk about after these ads for this video that totally isn't about boars. It's not a bore video, okay? Okay. Okay. Hey now, we've all been there. You got a hot date, bring them home and go to throw on the film Goodwill Hunting to get them in the mood, but oh no! Goodwill Hunting isn't available on Netflix where you are. Looks like you're gonna have to lock yourself in the bathroom until your date leaves, or wait! Why not use ExpressVPN? ExpressVPN allows you to control where streaming websites think you are located, giving you access to movies and TV shows you wouldn't normally see in whatever lame country you live in. It's easy and simple and easy to use. You just open up the app, select the right country, and you'll have Goodwill Hunting blasting at full volume in no time. It's lightning fast and compatible with all of your devices, so you can be watching Goodwill Hunting on your laptop or your phone or your smart TV. So why not try it out today? Don't forget to use my link at expressvpn.com slash more news to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com slash more news. Do you like apples? And how? What's up, nerds? It's Kay Lyon here to tell you all about AG1 by Athletic Greens. Did you know that if given the chance most plants would kill you and your entire family. It's true, just ask science. What if I told you that there was a way to not only get revenge on this violent flora, but stay healthy while doing so? Well, that's where AG1 by Athletic Greens comes in. They are a superfood product that takes all of your daily vitamins and much needed nutrients and turns them into one tasty drink. No more relying on plants for you. Nuh-uh, the chain of dependency has been shattered. And boy, does our victory taste sweet. Mmm, mmm. Freedom! One tasty scoop of AG1 contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients meant to fill the nutritional gaps in your diet. It's good for any lifestyle, such as vegan or keto or paleo, and only contains one single gram of yummy sugar. And best of all, it really sticks it to those murderous plants. The green sheen on the drink seemingly saying, look at me, I don't need you. 
So join the resistance. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is gonna give you an immune supporting free one year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase if you visit athleticgreens.com slash more news today. Again, simply visit athleticgreens.com slash more news to take control of your health and give AG1 a try. And so we're back and we're talking about, what was this video about? Not boars. Right. Not boars. This is not a boar video, nor will I ever do another boar video. And I was explaining why, is that another sandwich? Hey, you know what, that Da Vinci guy? He was real into animals. Maybe, maybe he has some insight into the boars. Maybe there's like a secret message in that device I bought. I sincerely question whether this device of yours actually exists. You wanna see it? Yes. Well, you can't see it. It's heavy and I'm not getting it. That's. Fine. I don't care about your lies. Look, no more conspiracies. They're a distraction at this point. As we were talking about, there's now a disturbing trend of people sympathizing with this hog plague. And it's important to know why and to explore the temptation of the swine world. Like, I get it. I mentioned that boars contribute to climate change, but some studies have found the opposite in certain areas. Not to mention that they don't contribute nearly as much as humans, nor do we blame the individual so much as the systemic conditions like capitalism and industry and so on. So in a lot of ways, they're like people in that some are bad and some are good. And it's theoretically wrong to hold an entire species accountable for the crimes of the individuals. I guess. Don't know, man. This sounds like pro-boar talk to me. And boy, I mean, I guess when you look at pigs, they're honestly not so different from us. I mean, pigs are likely as smart as children and or chimps. They have similar organs to us. It makes sense that some people would see themselves in them. It's honestly what makes them so dangerous in that they have extremely similar attributes and an admirable ability to thrive. In fact, when Hernando de Soto brought the first pigs to Florida, he only had room for 13 pigs, which by his death three years later became 700. No word on what caused his death, or rather I didn't look it up, so it could have been boars. That's both impressive and terrifying, like watching a clown squeeze under a door. But what makes that notable is that when you consider they were brought here, the boars are really a reflection of our own progress and industrialization. And so I guess we have a responsibility as a society to live with the growing boar population. Maybe it's not just the new bormal, but the inevitable. And when we look at how Rome is right now issuing a curfew to coexist with what sure feels like an invasion of swine, maybe the mistake is to feel like this is somehow a loss instead of simply a truce. Like the ending of the Matrix and what have you. Cody, this is a real slippery slope. I know, but I'm just so tired. And maybe this is just not as black and white as I first thought. Like, I don't know if you know this, but we once shared our great cities with the Boers, and it was good. When Charles Dickens first visited New York City in 1842, he specifically wrote about seeing a, quote, select party of half a dozen gentlemen hogs in the street. Gentlemen hogs, Katie! Because apparently Manhattan had somewhere around 20,000 hogs just living there during this time, being gentlemanly and shit, walking around like snorty little citizens, buying fish and wrapping it in newspapers, going to musicals. And instead of being regarded as a pest or a menace, the swine population 
population was actually a boon for the working and lower classes. For a family struggling to survive, readily available pig meat ensured that there was always a commodity or resource. They were a safety net for the poor, with the benefit of cleaning the streets with their insatiable pig hunger. But as we grew as a country, they slowly became seen as a threat to the status quo, disturbing pedestrians and blocking traffic. They were deemed dirty and slowly driven to poorer neighborhoods as the city expanded. By the 1820s, we began seeing parks spring up, causing property values to rise and wealthier people move into the area. Suddenly, the presence of hogs became a class issue as the rich pushed the government to ban them from the city. Riots even broke out as the majority lower class opposed efforts to hunt down and catch these street commodities. But by 1845, the city had finally created its own police force, and inevitably, the hogs were pushed further and further out until the very idea of a pig in the city became the absurd fantasies of Hollywood madmen. And so, much like in Hong Kong, there's this seemingly unbroken tether connecting pigs to the police to class struggles, and how whenever swine is driven out of an area, it's synonymous with a direct attack on the lower class. In fact, one of the loudest messages in the early anti-pig New York debate was that hogs shouldn't be cleaning the streets because that's a person's job. In other words, they wanted to take away the resources to make people self-sufficient and replace that with a dependence on capitalist systems. That is pretty much everything I find wrong with this country, and it's completely hinged on the idea that boars are actually good. So if anything, the Sow Menace invasion actually represents an empowerment of the working class. Have I been on the wrong side this whole time? Whoa, man, whoa, whoa, whoa. I do not like this new Cody. You need to get your head in the game. Katie! Did you know that Wall Street, as in one of the biggest representations of our capitalist system, was named after a barrier originally created to keep hogs out of farms? Maybe, just maybe, we owe it to these terrifying creatures to meet them halfway. Not only is this country as much theirs as it is ours, but we can credit a lot of our early survival to them as well. And shit, it sure seems that in any era, these misunderstood beasts serve as a reminder to the ruling class who really hold the power. Okay, that's it. That's it. You have got to snap out of this and I am going to make you. This has gone on too far. Warmbo! No! I'm sorry. Did you just try to summon Warmbo? I know now what I must do.
right after these ads from our sponsors. Ooh, it's Katie, your favorite news lady who also does backyard wrestling. Text me for the address. You know, whenever I do my backyard wrestling, text me for the address, I like to stay light and comfortable. I need a breezy, flexible shoe that will also match my character, the wrestling gal. Text me for the details. And that's why I use tree runners from Allbirds. They're actually made from the eucalyptus tree fiber, which not only makes them better for the environment, but super lightweight and designed to keep your feet cool and soft no matter what you're up to. They also have no logos or designs, so they can go with any style, like my wrestling gal outfit and my signature move, the wrestling move. It's just nice to have a shoe that's designed like some kind of future shoe with no frills, a lower impact on the planet, and a really dynamic and breathable design. It's great whether you're just out at the beach or slamming into a folding table while your parents watch on in horror. So far, only my parents have come to my backyard wrestling, but you can totally text me for the address. You can also go to allbirds.com. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S.com. And take a look at their tree runner sneakers that I've been going on about. Do both of those things. They're super cute. I mean, look at them. I can't wait to wear these everywhere. Go do it. Go to Allbirds and tell them that the wrestling gal sent you. some news. This is a bore video. Yes. Just one look into those piercing calculating pig eyes made me realize the profound folly of my indifference. Rest assured, my gentle viewer, that the boar menace is indeed real and coming for your family right this second! Do it, Cody! Expose those fleshy death loafs! Sure, perhaps we humans are partially to blame for allying with the boar in our founding days. And yes, these hoggy havocs are as smart as primates and some, not all, but some of our very stinky children. But I'm afraid the time for diplomacy is behind us. The very future of humanity depends on it. How do I, but a humble news jockey, know this? Because the clues have been there all along. In this very video you are watching with your hopefully non-pig eyes. It's like I said, the pigs aren't so different than humans. There's a similar level of emotional intelligence, and even our vital organs are suspiciously similar. Don't believe me? Just ask Leonardo da Vinci! Oh snap, da Vinci code! Da Vinci grew up around livestock and studied animals, you see, and even used the hearts of pigs in his early anatomical sketches. In one of his writings, he recalled watching the slaughter of pigs on a Tuscan hillside and the rotation of the spears used to stab their hearts. This and other observations actually were the start of a lot of science-based discoveries about the human heart, an organ that just this year was successfully transplanted into a man from a genetically altered pig. We are giving ourselves their hearts! But it won't just stop there. Back in 2017, scientists created the very first pig-human hybrid embryo, a chimera, if you will, presumably as an attempt to meet the boar invasion halfway, or perhaps render mankind immune to some secret swine virus. Maybe they're even working with the hogs like the syndicate in the X-Files, or worst of all, maybe they have no idea what they're doing. After all, the stated reason for making these hybrid embryos is to eventually farm organs for 
human transplants not unlike the pig heart story. And while I'm highly suspicious of these so-called science doers, there is always the possibility that they sincerely believe they are just making mundane breakthroughs. Perhaps they have no idea what's actually at stake. Perhaps they really think that testing on swine, using them as guinea pigs, right there in the name, they are working to improve mankind. But much like the classic and beloved film Rise of the Planet of the Apes, maybe it's actually the pigs who are getting the upgrade. Uh, what I'm excited to show you, um, I'll quote like the, the, the three little pigs demo. Here we go, great, okay, great. <laughs> okay, this is a, this is a high energy pig. Um, all right, Gertrude, thanks for coming out. Um, so what you're, the, the beeps you're hearing are real-time signals from the neural link in Gertrude's head. Elon, what have you done? Are you trying to make a cyber pig, you silly fool? It's bad enough that you, like, are who you are. Why do you have to bring pigs into it as well? This is Gertrude, one of the first subjects for Neuralink, a brain chip that would enable the user to control the world with their mind. This essentially grants these pigs the one thing we humans had over their kind, thumbs, but like, Digital thumbs, not digital as in like fingies, that's redundant. I, like digital, like computers, you get it, you get it. You get what I'm saying. Hope your rockets are ready, Musco, because we're gonna need all the rockets you can make to get the fuck off this hell sphere. Look, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, duh, big deal, Cody. People test on animals all the time. After all, if testing on apes hasn't created an ape uprising, why would pig testing be different? Apes are, of course, what we humans evolved from, right? They are the most likely candidate for evolving and taking over the planet, right? Except in actuality, any disaster that might befall humans would most likely affect apes as well. One theory speculates that our close resemblance to apes kind of negates the threat of such a species taking over. As a paleobiologist at the University of Leicester points out, the more likely species to become dominant would be both intelligent in a way comparable to humans and, more importantly, pests. As in creatures that can survive disaster due to their natural resourcefulness. More specifically, FUCKING PIGS! It was right there in front of us this whole time. We've been talking about it this whole episode that was always about boars. They're like us. Once even a member of our society working with the lower and middle class. And so it stands to reason that with the help of science, they could easily take our place. Especially since, and jeez, prepare your mind for some sloppy blowing. We were once them. What does Cody mean? Well, there's at least one genetics researcher who actually theorizes that humankind did not evolve from apes, but rather pigs. They are the alpha and omega, you see. And like, sure, this one researcher and his theory has been generally laughed at by the scientific community, but so was I! And look who's laughing now! Ha! 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 Laughter! Could it be that perhaps the reason this 
theory is being dismissed is because the science community is actually afraid of the truth that by exposing our pig ancestry, it would spit in the face of everything we thought we knew, but Dewey, it would not only change science, but religion as well. And I don't know, man, maybe that's exactly something that Leonardo da Vinci knew when he drew the Last Supper. Oh, do you see Jesus and his 12 apostles, do you? What about the 13th one in plain fucking sight? Look with your eyes! What we think is the body of Philip the Apostle sure has a distinct shape, does it not? A certain snouty look on the left, the dish in the middle creating the illusion of legs on either side, and the top right forming the shape of a tail. Not to mention, what sure as shit looks like a big floppy ear on the top left. Could it be that Judas was not the betrayer after all? Or maybe it's just a coincidence that one of the few animals possessed by demons in the Bible were pigs! Just now, while you were blinking, I looked up more about Da Vinci and his relationship with hogs and swine and pigs, and it turns out one of the few mentions is from his personal notebook, which reads, The wild boar, this beast cures its sickness by eating of ivy. And like, ivy? Green? Like money? Obvious parallel. But what's really gonna shit your pants is that if you take the phrase, this beast cures its sickness by eating of ivy, and rearrange the letters, you get biogenetics unites thick, sassy beast sirs. And like, who do you think that is referring to? But if that doesn't convince you, you can move them a second time and also get scientists' sins via secret hog fetus baby ick! Or the most insane Add the words the wild boar into it and get I shit you not. Yikes! Cybernetic Satan hog fetus visits sis and then the word death blow and rib. Rib! So, geez, I don't know. What animal do you really think was there at the Garden of Eden? My point being that this is all smart and I am correct about this. And so, no, no, we can't coexist with these absolute fucking abominations lest they become cybernetic chimera, uber being snout bent on destroying everything we hold dear. I reject this new bormal and everything it stands for, no matter how many more hog videos I to put out, I will die screaming in rage. Fuck the hogs! You hear me, Katie? Wilbur can choke on that spider! I am just so happy for you right now. Me too. And I have you to thank for bringing me back. I mean, wow, can you imagine thinking that we could coexist with the boar? That's like if you put out a Jurassic Park sequel where humans started to get along with the dinosaurs or something, and there was a half-dinosaur clone child in a mansion that let all the dinosaurs out, and we were supposed to sympathize with them. I mean, why would you even make a Jurassic Park that took place in a mansion like that? Or cast somebody like, I don't know, Chris Pratt and make his only defining characteristic the fact that he rode motorcycles and always stuck his hands out to calm animals. Anyway, Katie, thank you. You. Oh, don't thank me. Thank the massive amounts of LSD that I injected into you before driving you to the petting zoo and leaving you there. Oh, cool. Thanks, LSD. Thanks, LSD. <laughs> oh, no. Oink, oink, motherfuckers! Thank you for watching whatever that was. Be sure to like and subscribe and do the YouTube stuff. And we've got a patreon.com slash some more news. We've got merch. 
with all kinds of images on it. And we've got a podcast called Even More News. And this podcast show, the video as a podcast. Ah, you know what I mean. Right?